Well, hello, 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 everyone. This is exciting. This is Andy Osborne, and you are listening to the Building Community podcast with OCQ. This is your one-stop shop for all things EdTech in Orange County, California, and I am your host and OCQ executive board member and vice president of events, Andy Osborne. And this is a very new, uh, brand new, first-time podcast uh, for OCQ members and anyone, really, who's interested in all things EdTech in Orange County and beyond. And uh, just kind of the purpose of this podcast, real quick, if I could uh, kind of get into it, is to, it's in the title, we're trying to build community, but also we want to raise awareness about some fantastic things going on in education here in Orange County. So our goal is to maybe interview at least one person per episode, uh, talk about things going on in their district and what they do in their jobs and the fantastic things that they're doing for the students and families in their district and that's that's kind of the thing and we plan to have a segment every month uh, this will be a monthly podcast at this time we might we might do more often than that uh, we also plan to have um, a mailbag segment where people can email in their questions or comments or dumb dad jokes we plan to read a dumb dad joke every month also a voicemail uh, voicemail is not set up yet, but uh, we plan to do that in the future. So it's kind of your one-stop shop for all things EdTech in Orange County, California, and LA County and beyond. Uh, so this is the Building Community with OCQ podcast. And I am your host, Andy Osborne. So um, today, or this month, we are going to, well... I, I guess I am the, the, the guest for this month, so uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about me. Uh, you know my name already. I'm a technology teacher on special assignment for the Buena Park School District here in North Orange County. Uh, we're recording this in July of 2023, so in August it'll be the beginning of my 24th year with the district and that's always easy for me to calculate because I started in year 2000 so um, this will be my 24th year currently I am the OCQ vice president of events I um, I was given an award this past year the OCQ innovator of the year uh, for 2023 and I've been in my current position at, in this district for six years now. This is, this will be my, uh, actually I believe this is my seventh year as a Tectosa. And I have the best job in the district. I'm the only Tectosa. So basically what that means is I handle uh, a lot of the professional development and trainings surrounding educational technology in our district. but. Uh, because we're a small district, I also handle a lot of 
things on the back end. I have um, one foot in IT and I have one foot in educational services and so I'm, I'm kind of a, uh, I'm, I'm kind of straddling both departments and even though I don't have a class of students anymore, I, I feel as though the whole district is kind of my, my classroom and that all of the teachers and students are, are kind of my students and some admin as well. And um, it's an exciting job. Um, it's kind of my dream job because I, I do have a knack for tech. Um, you know, I don't... <laughs> I'm not I'm not good at a at a lot of things, but I am I am good, I think, at the technology thing. So uh, I'm a firm believer in play to your strengths, <laughs> and um, it keeps me busy and and positive. And I, I just I kind of love being in the center of everything and being to affect being able to affect change on a on a big on a bigger scale than if I were to be a classroom teacher still. Uh, but I did work as a classroom teacher for many years. I'm, I worked in the elementary setting for many years, uh, taught in grades uh, three through sixth. Um, I taught English and journalism at the middle school. And I even dipped my toe in administration. I was. Uh, in a position called administrative intern. I did that for three years. So I've kind of, I, I believe in, you know, understanding a thing from all sides. And so that's what I did. I, I did a lot of different jobs. I have done a lot of different jobs. I do a lot of different jobs right now. And um, I really enjoy that. I like that an awful lot. So um, that's just a little bit about me. If I could just interview myself for a second. And um, I, I will be the, the host going forward. We may also share hosting duties here between the, the board members. We might also have other hosts join us in the future. Um, so we'll have to see how things go. So let's move on to Q News. Wanted to let everybody know that Fall Q 2023 is right around the corner. It's being held in Stockton, California, like last year. It will be October 21st and 22nd of this year. I believe that's a Saturday and a Sunday. And they are accepting submissions for OCQ for people to present right now through the uh, Q.org website. Early bird registration is going on right now for members, and we always recommend that you become a member. Um, to sign up to be a member for Q, if you're not already, go to Q.org to sign up. But for members to register, registration to attend in person is $242.10 if you sign up before July 31st of this month, which is right around the corner. And if you, if you happen to sign up after, uh, you won't get the discounted rate. It's $269.10. They also offer an option to register to simply watch the recordings of the sessions. That is uh, to register for members 
to watch the recordings would be $89.10 before the 31st of July and $116.10 after the 31st. Okay, and then of course if you are not a Q member, you can still attend the conference, but the cost will be a little higher. So that's a little bit about what's going on in Q. If you want to find out more about events going on right now, you can go to the OCQ, excuse me, the Q.org website, and it will have more information about events. Right now is a little bit of a slow period because it's July and the school year has not yet started. Um, if we can move on to OCQ events, uh, OCQ is planning its first event. We typically, in the OCQ affiliate, the Orange County affiliate for Q, we hold two events per year, one virtual, one in-person. Um, the virtual one varies. Uh, the in-person is always TechFest, and that's in February. But our, our our virtual event is coming up. It will be in September. Um, and our event is centered around digital citizenship and media literacy. And we will have a very special keynote speaker, Letitia Citizen. So we'll have to try to get Letitia on the show. That that would be that would be amazing because she is amazing and, and always has a lot of great things to share about digital citizenship and media literacy. Uh, also other topics that will be explored, AI certainly, artificial intelligence is a biggie uh, right now. Tickets will be going on sale soon in the coming weeks. The tickets will be um, not for certain, but it will be in the 20 to $30 range, no doubt. And it will include a book, which we are also trying to nail down at this time. So more information coming about that in the coming weeks. Um, so that will be great. I'm actually on the website right now. And... I can see it. It's on our OCQ website. If you go to, if you just type into your address bar, OCQ.org, it'll take you to our little branch of the of the Mother Q website, and you can see the event. If you scroll down a little bit, the date of the event is September 18th. And it will be virtual, so you can attend. You don't have to travel anywhere. You can just open up your computer lid and log right in and check it out. It'll be super cool. And like I said, uh, we typically do an in-person. We do TechFest in-person. That'll be later in the, in the school year in February. And last year, we also did a third event that I should probably bring up, uh, an eSports event event which was more informative but it also uh, gave uh, some students an opportunity to come and demonstrate esports for teachers and administrators but it was more an informative event about the benefits of esports and that was at Irvine uh, Irvine Valley College uh, that was an amazing event 
and so we'll talk more about that if uh, that's on the horizon for us. Uh, if we can move on briefly and talk a little bit about, uh, we'll have a segment every month, and um, I just wanted to throw this out here. This is something that's kind of been um, talking at the back of my brain a bit about, I know many of you have seen um, are on Twitter, and if you're on Twitter, my handle is 8 underscore bit underscore teacher, 8 bit teacher on Twitter. But what I wanted to bring up is a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people have been, um, well, I don't know, uh, they've expressed some concerns about, about Twitter, and I don't want to get, we're not here to get political on this podcast, but they've expressed some concerns that there's a lot of uh, spam and that Twitter has changed recently and and that there is a, a new social media platform very similar to Twitter called Threads. And I just wanted to bring up as a topic, and I mean, I can't really have a, a discussion or a debate with myself about it, but I thought I would pose it and maybe next month we can kind of get into it a little bit more or if somebody wants to email their thoughts on it. Twitter versus Threads. Um, Threads is a new social media platform similar to Twitter, very similar to Twitter, started by parent company Meta, who owns Facebook and Instagram and uh, others, uh, Snapchat, I believe. And Threads, very similar to Twitter, uh, very obviously a direct competitor to Twitter. Um, Signing up for Threads, you already have tons of friends because if you're already on Instagram you all of your friends import all of your all of your followers contacts all import over into threads and so I signed into threads the other day for the first time just to check it out and I immediately noticed that it although it looks very similar to Twitter it it feels very different dare I say, more positive, Um, not as much uh, spam or junky stuff. Uh, So I I don't know. I wanted to throw it out there to all the educators. What what do they think? What do you think? Is Threads a direct competitor to Twitter? Which is better now? Because Twitter can be a very powerful tool for educators to get ideas and share ideas and collaborate online. Uh, but the direction it's heading is different. It's it's changing directions a bit. And it is Threads maybe a better option? Your thoughts. Uh, email us at info, I-N-F-O, at O-C-Q dot org. So I'm going to spell that. I-N-F-O at O-C-C-U-E dot O-R-G. And go ahead and shoot us an email. Give us your thoughts. Um, we'll try to read all emails on the podcast um, if we can, if we're able. Or um, send us a, a dumb dad joke, and I may read it. And we plan to do a segment where we'll have a drawing for prizes. We get a lot of um, we get a lot of uh, things donated to us by our vendors, and we thought we could, uh, you know. Raffle them off. So uh, if you'd like to enter, please email us at info at org to 
participate. Okay, uh, we're nearly done here today, if you can believe it. Uh, I'm gonna sign off. I'm gonna try to sign off every month with a dumb dad joke, and here it goes. Here's my dumb joke for this month. I only know 25 letters of the alphabet. I don't know why. Well, we'll see how that went over. Maybe I'll get some people emailing that they thought my joke was just a little too dumb. Um, that'll do it for this month. Tune in next month because we'll be talking more about the start of the school year. We'll have a very special guest on and um, we'll be talking more about must-have tech tools that you're going to need to start the school year off. You're going to want to check that out. Um, so be sure to tune in wherever you get your podcasts. This is Building Community with OCQ. Thank you so much for tuning in. Take care, everyone. <laughs>